This is the Rich Eisen Show. What advice would you give Lamar Jackson right now? Indomic and Sue? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Uh, having been in his shoes and done my own deals, mm-hmm. uh, stay firm. The Rich Eisen Show. Find a way, if, if you want to be with the Ravens, to where it's a win-win situation. Earlier on the show, NBA insider for The Athletic and Stadium, Sham Sharania. MLB Network analyst, Kevin Millar. Coming up. Three-time Emmy Award-winning actor and comedian, Ray Romano. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. This show thrilled to announce, as we found out as soon as we came on the air today here on this busy Tuesday, um, uh, we are nominated for Best Sports Show Daily studio show. I think it's a very long way of putting it that we're on the air. We're in a studio every day. We're on the air every single day on the Roku channel. And we have been nominated. And uh, we are thrilled. And I congratulate everybody who is here in the sound of my voice who puts this show together. Uh, Everybody who um, produces this show. Everybody who's on it. You guys, uh, the three of you, uh, greatly appreciate everybody for sticking with us as we move from Peacock to the Roku channel. It's the first ever Sports Emmy nomination for the Roku channel. Thrilled to plant. We're prof- I told them, I honestly did tell the Roku channel executives when we were talking about moving the show that I am a professional flag planter. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> I plant flags. Um, and so um, I'm thrilled to be planting that flag for the Roku channel. And uh, we thank our radio partners of Westwood One Radio, Sirius XM, and Odyssey because um, the show, when it's fully distributed as we are uh, through, through your ear gate and uh, through your eye gate, to use phrases of my great lovely buddy who i look forward to seeing back on nfl network very soon michael irvin would say um he says uh ear gate eye gate and then through your heart and we appreciate any different way that you consume the show through our podcast the cumulus podcast network whether you watch us maybe on youtube every single night uh anybody who covets what they see every single day youtube.com slash rich eisen show most of the show gets chopped up and placed there and then there's the rich eisen show collection page through our Roku channel relationship. It's a very fancy way of saying it's video on demand. So we appreciate uh, uh, all one and all. Eight four four two zero four. Rich never to dial here on this program. Ray Romano is about to stroll into studio Ooh. here. Beautiful new movie that he has. Well, it came out um, in twenty twenty two, I believe, through the Tribeca Film Festival. It's hitting theaters coming on Friday. Heck of a cast. Uh, Ray's in it. He directed it. He wrote it. Um, produced it as well. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco, Tony Lobianco, for you old schoolers out there, Lori Metcalf as well, uh, called Somewhere in Queens, available in theaters on Friday, April 21st. we got a clip. We've got Celebrity True or False with Ray. And um, Ray Romano, like me, afflicted. <laughs> Fans of the New York Jets. That, that, was a, that was a choice you guys made. It is a choice. Sorry, folks. As of now, as of this conversation, we are still waiting. On Guffman? We're waiting. Guffman being Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, folks. Aaron Rodgers is still not on the Jets. And we are still introducing this segment with the John Candy (laughs) meme from Family Vacation. Sorry, folks. Aaron Rodgers (laughs) is still not on the Jets. Why are we talking about it? Well, any, any more soul. Any more so. Any more so. Joe Douglas actually was the first to give us a little bit of a morsel earlier this week. He was at a, a private event. Boomer Esiason and his WFAN show held like a private event. I know that's what you guys want to do is like get our fans in some spot 
you know, start drinking heavily and get newsmakers to say stuff that yeah. people aren't allowed to actually. But here's what the they, idea. They, 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 the newsmakers throw the red meat out to the fans and somebody records it on their phone. This is exactly why Chappelle wants everybody to take their phones and zip it up before he starts performing. We might do that at the Emmys this year. Well, that's what the Emmys are going to do to us. <laughs> Zip our phones? Probably. <laughs> Get hammered and say something. So, <laughs> Joe Douglas this week goes on the stage at a private event, and Boomer Esiason asks him the question we all want to know, and he gave a response. I have to ask you, Aaron Rodgers, what's he coming? Is he coming? He's going to be here. Damn straight. He's going to be here. That's right. Joe Douglas is giving you the correct answer. He's Boomer. going to oh, be here. What Aaron else was he going to say? No. <laughs> he could say, he just could've... everybody stay patient. We're working on it. What if we pull the magic? Uh, no. I'm not going to be here. Yeah, I don't he's know not going to be here. <laughs> the reason why he's saying he's going to be here, first of all, private event. Secondly, I don't know. Could have been a little swing oh, yeah. oil. I don't know. Looks like that place was filled with swing oil. Swing oil. That's what it's called on the golf course. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. I never heard that. That's how it helps you with, you know, when you're drinking, it helps you with this swing. It's swing, swing oil. oil. Oh. It loosens up that swing, TJ. Okay. Get the kinks out. <laughs> Might have been the swing oil. Keep the wolf off your back. But, but, we all know, Rodgers isn't playing for the Packers anymore. The Packers don't want him there. He's also too damn expensive. It's got to happen. We know it. And if the Packers want the draft choices now, trade's got to be done now. Or between now and the time the picks are on the clock, and the Jets aren't coughing up the one, they're not coughing up 13th overall. Maybe the Packers hope that the pressure will build. I don't know. Pressure's not coming from me. Jets fans aren't sitting here saying, where's Aaron Rodgers? No, I want them to use the 13th overall pick to help when, when Aaron Rodgers arrives. Mark Murphy, who is the president, I believe that is his title, of the uh, Green Bay Packers. Because they don't have ownership. No offense, Mike. I mean, I'm a stockholder. One stock, right? Left. That it's has, like the uh, pet rock. That has zero yes. value. It's like the pet rock. It does really have zero value. No okay. Value. Um, Mark Murphy had this to say. Where where was this, Chris? Is it some sort of a? Okay, so uh, this is from Rob. Is this? De, this is from Rob Domofsky, who yeah. covers the pack for yeah. uh, for the Worldwide Leader. For the Worldwide Leader, he tweeted this out. This was this morning, yes. okay, before the team's annual bus tour of Wisconsin. Yes, so old school, isn't it? Bus tour, Wisconsin. Things that wouldn't happen if they, you know, had a real owner. Uh, don't offend him like that. <laughs> He's got one stock. Sorry, He's Mike. got one piece of paper that says, I'll "You're say, not coming." Didn't to my you wait? Party. Didn't you wait online for it? I'll say it to your face. No, next no, no. Time. Yes, we. Didn't online. you wait online? Physically online. I waited, not, and the wait well, the wait room was so full. You guys, I was like, "I'm out." You guys make fun of me. You guys tried to buy. Yes, for the Rich Eisen for like show. Three hours. We wanted to out own the pack. Uh, out own you me. for the Packers. Oh, so you were going to go for like three stocks? Yes. Three shares. What do oh, I care? I see the way it is. Just the budget. Don't worry, I'm still young. The budget. Really? I'm, I'm not paying a dime for something like that. Like, it's a, it's the pet rock of sports. Had to be HR approved. <laughs> Brockman approved. At any rate, yes. the bus tour of Wisconsin. Bus tour of Wisconsin. Yeah, they're going to get the Packers fans yeah. interested. Yeah. This is what Mark Murphy had to say. 
Is the ball essentially in their court? Like you've said, this is what we want, either A, B, C, or D, and you're you're kind of waiting for them to. Yeah, I I, I can't really get into that. Okay. I mean, you know, I know Brian and Joe have been talking. And... Are you expecting a lot of questions about this during this tour, and how do you plan on handling those? Uh, I do anticipate question questions, and uh, I anticipate saying that there is no update. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is uh, it is interesting, you know, 15 years ago we're in similar situation. Do you do you need a deal to get done before the draft, or are you guys okay going into the summer if that's what it takes? I, I, you know, again, that's something you know, Brian is working on, and uh, I've been actively involved, and uh, yeah, you know, there's really nothing more. What lessons did you take from that experience on your first tailgate tour and your first year in charge that you can apply now as you're dealing with this? Well, I'm really glad that Aaron Rodgers turned out to be such a good quarterback, and I'm hopeful that Jordan Love turns out to be a similar quarterback. Plus, I guess gas prices are higher than when Favre went to the Jets. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Come on. They're pulling up to the Six Flags. <laughs> Wally's World. In their bus. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. It's just a game of chicken. I don't. I. I, I oh. wish I knew. Yeah, it's just a staring contest. What the hell was going on? Because the Jets aren't. Jets aren't going to put the first round choice on the table. What is it? They want more than the second round pick. Okay, what what is it? The a, a, more than a fourth round pick, a fifth round Would pick, to become a third round pick. Would you do it this year's two and next year's two for Rodgers? Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Wow. I do I do this year's two and next year's two if they win a playoff game. Conditional, so a yeah, conditional yeah. two next year. Yeah, yeah. If they make it to the AFC Championship game, I'd even go two and next year's one if they win the Super Bowl. What happened over there? I just laughed. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Well, the idea of I mean, the Jets winning a Super Bowl is enough is, is, to induce, you know, like a guttural emotion. I almost spit my water out. You know what I mean? You are such a mass hole. But I'm impressed. Says the guy who thinks that I was being too spiteful towards Ohio State fans when I'm just observing You're just something that has nothing to do with me on the internet. Well, Ohio State has won recently. Yes, Chris, if Aaron Rodgers shows up. How old were you when the Jets last <laughs> I was. I could, keep, I could do this all day. I, how old was I when the Jets won a championship? How old was I? Infant or not I believe I believe I was either an embryo or a zygote on the way to an embryonic state. And I do believe that's the first time I've ever used the word zygote on the Rich Eisen show. Well, look, we're Emmy nominated today. Yeah, new things happen. Big words. Open up the dictionary. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. A to Z. Aaron to zygote. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Smart ass. If Aaron Rodgers shows up and throws the ball consistently well to the offensive rookie of the year who won the award in part not only because of his remarkable talents, but because the remarkably talented running back in Brees Hall got hurt and he returns and runs the ball as well as he did behind the offensive lineman 
of note who also got hurt in the same game who's coming back and Elijah Vera Tucker and they add the 13th overall pick either to the offense or to the defense which houses the defending defensive rookie of the year and first team all pro type caliber guy in Quinn and Williams and so on and so forth with Alan Lazard joining the team yeah if they win the Super Bowl, I'd toss in a 2024 first-round pick if that's the case. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Slide the scale. Slide the scale. Let's go. This is nonsense. Mark Murphy on his bus tour of Wisconsin, like Hubert Humphreys running for office, stuck and frozen in time like this trade. Come on. By the way, I do believe Hubert Humphrey ran for office when Namath was just descending <laughs> to his championship run. In the 1800s? No. Oh. TJ, you, sir, <laughs> have nothing to say. Oh, I do, Rich, because at least I've you been... You have nothing no, to I say. Do, because yeah, at least I've been alive when my team's alive won. I haven't enjoyed it. I, have, it. I have great memories. You've never... Like, you always want to memories. turn on me. I've at least seen I'm three. Of, I've been alive for four. I've been in this world. Excuse me. The Jets have gone to the championship yeah, game. Yeah, and you would trade that. that in back-to-back yeah. years since the Cowboys last made it and had that quarterback subsequently run into the taint of his offensive lineman on Thanksgiving. <laughs> All of that's happened since the Cowboys won yeah. enough to get to the championship level. So let's just go back to our separate corners. Now, Hug it out because we're Emmy nominated together. That's, hey, that's this is what got us Emmy nominated. <laughs> as seen ghosts. As we wait, as we wait patiently, <laughs> seen ghosts. Seen ghosts. For Aaron Rodgers to arrive hey, Rich, in I'm, New Jersey. I'm pulling for you. No, you're not. <laughs> but thanks for saying. Because when when Rodgers shows up, that's going to be a problem oh, for him. Oh, will it? I don't care, so I hope you get him. Thank you. you know. <laughs> Although Rodgers and the Jets play the Cowboys this year as <laughs> well. Yeah, and Rodgers, yeah. as Cowboys fans know, yeah, we don't. Yeah. He does pretty damn well against the team with the star on the side of the. Give him out the conference is all I'm saying. <laughs> One of the many Dallas Cowboys playoff early exit disappointments over the last several years. That's fine. I can still remember those rings and those championships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take a break. Ray Romano will come out here and join this fray. Every, can we all be on our best behavior? Let's Always. all just get along for Ray. Hey, we know how to act in public. I worked on everybody that was Raymond. Did you really? Yes. I filled in. I'm bull. Is that your first Emmy? Not a chance I he actually remembers was there you. when they won the Emmy. This no. is another no, thing I can't, wait to, I can't wait to talk about. <laughs> nope. I used to... F- Somewhere in Livingston, New Jersey was the original working title of his movie. <laughs> <laughs> the director, actor, writer, star... Somewhere in Queens, coming out. (laughs) Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just 
find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Ray Romano, by the way, here, a radio audience just returned here on the Rich Eisen Show. Just saw a clip of Somewhere in Queens, uh, the writer, director, actor, great cast, Laurie Metcalf, Sebastian Maniscalco, Tony Lobianco, and more. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. As a matter of fact, yeah. the word is, is LeBron wants to move his kids to the... You know, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, my son played Hall. with... Aaron, he played four years with Aaron Holiday, but Drew Holiday had just graduated before that. Yes. And, and that was... He was... This was his last game, uh, and... I knew he wasn't going to play in college, and I got very emotional, man. I got emotional because I, I loved the experience. And if I'm being honest, I love being the father of the star player. Yeah. And it was all going to end, and that was the idea was, what if this was for some guy who that's all he had? His mm-hmm. life was he, was, he felt very small in his real life. He felt invisible. And he was living vicariously through this. And, and that was the idea for the story. Yeah. And, 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 of course, what a dad will do to make sure that the son yeah. might continue the sports career, right. even if it's not something he wants right. to have and, happen. Yes, and I wanted it to take place in my hometown, Queens, in, the, in this world of these Italian-American working-class people. You know, I made it specific to that, but the goal is... it appeals to everybody just because it's about family. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, I'm from Staten Island, New York, and yeah. which is, I guess, as Queens as you yeah. can possibly get it's, that's not Queens. It's it's three pizza right. places over. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a Joe and Pat's over, you know. And yeah. so, yeah, it felt very familiar to me, oh, to good. be honest. Good. You yeah. know? Well, that was the goal, yeah. And Tony be... Lobianco, man. I mean, like, he's old school. Yeah. It was a great cast. Sebastian yeah. Maniscalco. Have you ever done stand-up with Sebastian? Uh, we did during the, during the filming of it. We went down to the Comedy Cellar, and we back-to-back went up, popped up on stage. Yeah, that was the first time ever. I met him on The Irishman. You know, we were both yeah. Yeah, lucky enough to be in The Irishman. Yeah. So we had a little friendship. I golfed with him. And then I threw him this script. And I said, "Come play my obnoxious brother," you know. And, <laughs> right. And he did it in a second. And and by the way, he's the sweetest guy. He plays this this 
It's real schmuck, but he's a right. real nice dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the acting, right? It's acting. It's the acting. It's acting. Yeah. So you, so just in the middle of of shooting, you're like, let's just uh, let's go do stand up on the comedy one side night, one night. Yeah. I mean, really? we were filming in New York. Yeah. I have an apartment in Manhattan that's 11 minutes from the cellar. That's my home club. Yeah. <clears throat> I told him I'm going. He said he'll come, and he did, he went up, did 20 minutes, and I did 20 right after. Yeah. It was fun. And nobody knew? They're just like... No, nobody knew. It Sebastian was, Maniscalco and Ray Romano yeah, just did back-to-backs Yeah, it was a blue. little pop-in, a little oh, pop-in for the audience. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, man, I'd, yeah. I'd love that. By the way, up. I never in my million years would I think I would be overdressed for the Rich Eisen. No, no, no. You've got, <laughs> I mean, you've got a... I appreciate the sport code. I think I remember know? the last time I was... I didn't, didn't you have a jacket? Didn't you used to do it? I might have. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. I've graduated to the zip-up sweatshirt. You should have told me. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. You look great, Ray. Oh, you oh, look great. Thank you, thank when you, you say this Comedy Cellar is your home yes. spot, what do you mean by that? That was the first I mean, place I that started, you did it? No, you no it wasn't okay. the first place, but it's where I, I, I got all my stage time in eventually. But, but right. I, I popped all over the city. The first time ever was the improv, which doesn't exist anymore. It's on 44, it was on 44th and 9th. Yeah. One of the first clubs ever in the country, really. And that was the first time ever I f- stepped foot on a stand-up stage. Uh, I became a regular there eventually, and then I became a regular at, at, at the cellar. And then the cellar more became my base, you know? Sure. And so now, whenever I'm in the city, if I, don't, if I have a free night, without a doubt, I walk down to the cellar and I go on. That's probably the only place where I do stand-up except for Vegas by the way, this is live, right? Yes, it Can is. Can I plug Vegas? Because, Go for it, please. Because I'm at the Mirage this weekend, and it's a 1,200-seat theater, and there's 600 seats left. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. No, so, we're, by the way, we're on in, in Vegas on the radio as well. So uh, It's a great show. I'm there with Brian Regan. I don't know if you know who Brian Regan is, but he's a great comic. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Yeah, and one, and my the opening is the guy who plays Petey in the movie, my friend John Manfalotti. Uh, yeah. so, so you're there this weekend. I mean, I do. I do Vegas about six, six or seven times a year. I do a weekend at the Mirage, which is now the Hard Rock. I do a Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do it with Spade, David Spade. We co-headline, and uh, he since has gone somewhere else. So this is my first weekend with Brian Regan. Yeah. Who was who was at the Comedy Cellar or the Improv when you were starting out? Like who who are the comics that you it was were, like? John Stewart. Uh, Dennis Leary, Chappelle was coming around there. Chris Rock was wasn't really a seller act, but he would pop in. Right. Uh, Louis C.K. was there. Dave Attell was there. You know, yeah. I mean, it was a nice crew. Mark Marin. Mark mm-hmm. Marin was on there. Right. And who was who was the first late night break you got? What late night show were you were you on? Well, I, you I mean, I got to do Johnny before he retired. What the hell was that like? That yeah, it was 1991, and he retired about five months later. I mean, it's the pinnacle. It's the thing. It's the dream. Yeah. Right. It was the most, it was so nerve wracking. And the next big one was my first Letterman, which was, I want to say five years later. And, and that led to Everybody Loves Raymond. Letterman produced my show. Worldwide Pants. Yeah, Worldwide Pants. Sure. Yeah. So, but the first thing, yeah, I mean, was Johnny Carson. I was about six years in the business when I got that. Yeah. So what, what made you want to just do stand-up to begin with? Or just a kid in Queens growing up, you made friends laugh and you figured, you yeah, know, yeah, kind of the funny guy. I wasn't, I wasn't the, there was a, a, there was a funniest guy in the neighborhood. It wasn't me. You always hear this story too. You always yeah. hear like the, the comedians say, I wasn't even the, the funniest dude in my neighborhood. And I was by far, there was this other guy. Do you remember his, do you remember his name? I do. John Oliver. 
John Oliver was... Not the John Oliver, obviously. No, not that John Oliver. Different no, accent. No. American, Different American accent. John Oliver. The Queen's John Oliver? Yeah, Queen's John Oliver. Funniest dude. And we, we started a little group, yeah. and we put on sketches. This is when Saturday Night Live was starting, you know? So we started emulating them, and we put on sketches for the... the there was a teen club mm-hmm. uh, that every once every month... the. the the teenagers were allowed to go into the basement of the church and they had ping pong and knock hockey and, yeah, knock and, hockey. and a stage. Yeah. And we decided, that. yeah, knock hockey. Yeah, yeah. We decided to put on a, a sketch show and we wrote our own sketches. And that was my first taste of it. Um, but then I didn't really, you know, I, I thought maybe I'll be an actor. I don't know. And then uh, someone told me about an imp- uh, audition night at the improv. I was working at a gas station, I remember, and, and uh, an old buddy pulled in and he said he went to the imp- audition night at the improv. And I go, what, what, what's it like? He told me and I called up the club and they say, you come down, you pick a number out of a hat first Sunday of every month. You pick a number out of a hat and we give out 20 numbers. And if you're one of those 20, that's, you go on that night. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember I, w- I brought a girl I knew from the neighborhood so we could both pick. And I told her, if, if you get a number and I don't, you know, they ask your name, tell them I, I wanted to give them an androgynous name. So I said, Jackie Roberts, give them Jackie Roberts. And that's what happened. I went on as Jackie Roberts that night. Because she picked it or? Yeah, they- I, didn't, I got a blank and she picked it. You know, there's about 50 guys pulling for 20 numbers. And Jackie Roberts. And then, yeah, and then the owner of the club, Silver Friedman, she said, you know, if you, you get a call back, if they like you, you get yeah. a call back. Yeah. I got a call back to come back next month. And so I had to go for the first couple of months. I was Jackie Roberts. <laughs> you got to keep playing it out. Oh, yeah. I couldn't. What am I going to tell? Then I just told him. Finally, I said, you know, that's my stage name. I'm, I'm going to go back with Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Romano here on the Rich Eisen Show. So was that when you were going to Shea and watching the Richard Todd Jets and uh, and the Ed Cranepool Mets and yeah. back in the day? Is that I mean, I became. I heard you guys talking in, in yeah. the green room. And I became. I know you said when you were a Jet fan. Yeah. I was around for Namath, but mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was too young. Yeah. I probably. This is how sad it is. I probably became a Jet fan two months after they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know. So it's been a long stretch for me, man. It's been a long stretch. Now, I would imagine you've crossed paths with Aaron Rodgers at a lot of these AT&T golf tournaments, the Tahoe tournament. I right? played in a skin game, skin game for charity with him at Pebble. Yeah. And. I yeah, mean, I, I love the guy. I mean, I'm, ready? I'm ready? ready. I want him. I want him. Yeah. Why do you, you want him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, last yeah, cause year. we're ready. We're ready to win. You know, yeah. by the way, I also haven't given up on Zach, you mm-hmm. know, and, well, and he's still young enough that if Rod, yes. like Rogers, isn't you know, Rogers his hero? Isn't Rogers his hero? Well, they, they, yeah. they apparently really got along when they practiced with one another or ran into right. one another or they know each other. Like, look, I don't ever consider Aaron Rodgers like a bridge quarterback where, okay, you stick around for two years and Zach will be ready. But if that's the way it goes, that's better than what we saw last year. I mean, holy cow. By by the way, what do you think it is with Zach? Because I think he has the arm. He has the speed. He has... He's just maybe up here, right? I don't know. Yeah. It, it could be that. It's, it could. It, it just not could. that he doesn't have it, but it takes time before you get it. Yeah, right? and New York, as you know, is not the easiest thing out I'm there. I'm about to show you what it's like getting old. Okay, what do you got? The phone. What this do you is got? my take my pills alarm. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, but, maybe, maybe Zach has the take my football pills alarm yes. that doesn't go off. Maybe it's his. 
My gosh. I took, I took need, my pills need, already. Oh, I, took I was them. about to say, I mean, I'm more well, than happy to pause the interview them. if you require, you know, your medication I right took now. Them this, the, <laughs> I got to take them before I go on the air. <laughs> I don't know if that the mo- is that the most, is that a metaphor for the Jets that you have to remember to take your pills yeah. in the middle of talking about the Jets because you can't get through it without being medicated? I, I mean, mean, that's it, the whole thing too. The Aaron Rodgers went in his darkness room and I thought to myself, no better way to prepare yourself for the Jets <laughs> than to sit in solitude and darkness, yeah, which I've yeah. been doing for 53 years. Oh, you know what I mean? By the way, would, but, you, would you ever do that? Would you ever go in a dark room? That would, oh my God. Without your phone? Really? I get the creeps just thinking of it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. No, but yes, I do want Aaron Rodgers. Me too. Okay. Me too. I'm so, ready. Look, we got, the, we got some cool players, man. You're ready to go. Yeah. I know. So I'm ready for that. Let's see what happens. Ray Romano here on the Rich Eisen Show again, somewhere in Queens, available Friday, April 21st in theaters. I have, uh, uh, we have a game we call Celebrity True or False, Ray, where there are things about your career that are out there on the old internets and the Wikipedia page, and we need to know if they're true or false. You found stuff? I have found stuff. We have found stuff, and we also have some fantastic production value to go along with it. Hit it, please. Celebrity, true or false? You can't handle the truth. There we go. Celebrity, true or false with Ray Romano. First up, uh, true or false, you originally planned to become an accountant. Is that true or false? I I took accounting in college, you know, and my mother would tell everybody that I'm going to be an accountant, but I don't know that. Numbers. I was good with numbers. You were good with numbers. Yeah, yeah. Even to this day, you're good with numbers? Pretty good with numbers, and I know every capital of every country. You do? I, yes. I'm not, I'm not smart, though. You have to know one thing. I'm the dumbest guy in the world who knows the capital of every country. Of every, so if we created something right now yes, on the I'm spot? Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Chris, I'm a little rusty, but I'm pretty sure. Chris, can we, can we pop up a few questions for the, uh, use the internet to the Googles? Let me get, Chris. if I get four out of five, we're good, right? Um, sure. Four out of five. Or two, how about two out of three ain't bad? We'll okay. do the whole meatloaf. Okay. Uh, Chris, you got a couple for Ray Romano? Yeah, let's just start right off the bat. Uh, Austria. is Vienna. That's an easy one. Easy one. Uh, we're, just, we're just easing we're you into up, okay. it. Okay. Uh, Belarus. Minx. That's correct, yeah. Uh, Bulgaria. Sofia. Sofia. Okay, either way. Correct. Three for three. Congo. Which one? The Democratic Republic of oh, the Congo? Wow. Yeah. Next level. Yeah. Chris? I'll take either. The Democratic Republic of the Congo is this. Okay, give me a minute. Uh, is it Kin, Kinshasa? Correct. <laughs> wow. Again, I'm the dumbest guy who knows You're this. Not, that's not true. We can't say that. You can't say that. You want to go for a fifth one? This is what I did during COVID. I just memorized <laughs> capitals. Well, let's see I did it so, you know, I wanted wow. to prove myself. You're going I thought deep. I wasn't going to get Alzheimer's. I'm going way down the You're list. You're going deep down You're the list. Way down okay, the what do you got? Uh, Last one. Liechtenstein. Oh. Is Liechtenstein. <laughs> he tried to trick me on that one. There you go. Ray Romano. The but I, you know, I did it. I did it. I actually did it because I wanted to prove I still have. Uh, I'm not going to get Alzheimer's. And my doctor said. It doesn't mean you're not going to get it. It just means you don't have it now. That's what it means. (laughs) And you can also do your own taxes. All right, next up, uh, true or false, Ray Romano, you made the initial cast of news radio, but when the show got picked up, you were replaced by Joe Rogan, and therefore you were free the next year to create a show called Everyone Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes, true or false? Um, Mostly true. Okay. I was fired on day two of rehearsal. 
I did. I did get the role. I was cast in news radio. Uh huh. And what happened? I, you know, I was young and I, I had a great audition for the guy. Uh, he saw me do a stand up, and he called me in for an audition, and I just it just clicked and it went off. But every step after, I could feel a little bit like it was in over my head, and they still cast me. I, I had to go out to LA. I was living in New York. Mm-hmm. I went to LA, and I, and you know, I'm, I'm, I was going to make eight thousand dollars an episode. And my wife and I were going. I had three little kids at the time, and I had we had day one of rehearsal, and we knew the show was getting picked up because it was Phil Hartman, Andy Dick, yeah. uh, Lord Moore Tierney. Um, and on day two. At 6.30 in the morning, the phone rang in my hotel room, and it was my manager. And as soon as my manager said, hey, Ray, I knew. I just, I knew it in my gut. And they were going, this is, they actually said it, they're going in a different direction. And, uh, yeah, and they, they brought in Joe Rogan, yeah. But, but five, five, about four or five months later, I did my Letterman spot. And like I said before, that Letterman spot led to Everybody Loves Ray. So they, they, Letterman's company or Letterman himself? Letterman. You know, they they were Letterman occasionally would sign a comic to a, a, a holding deal, you know, yes. to try to develop a show for them. I think she did it with a cup, Bonnie Hunt. She was trying to develop yeah, right. a show for you know. Um, they called me after my Letterman spot. This is my first one on Saturday. I was in Queens, living in Queens. I, uh, my wife got a phone call and she told me it's the producer Rob Burnett from Letterman on Saturday afternoon. And he just told me Dave liked what he saw. You know, they were thinking about a, a development deal for you. Just know that you're, we're, we're talking about it, so don't sign with anybody else. And I told him, "There's nobody else, man. There's nobody else. <laughs> you're free." Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, that that turned into everybody loves Raymond. They 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 produced the show. They set me up with writers. I've met Phil Rosenthal. Oh, sure. Yeah, and and it worked out. We, we got on the air and we stayed on the air. Yeah. So then, then that leads to the next one. True yeah. or false, you hated the title Everybody Loves Raymond so much True. that it, they made a deal with you uh, at CBS that if it, made, if it was a top 10 show, they would change the name. The show cracked the top 10. You went in saying... Now it's time to change the name of the show. And like, we can't because it's a top 10 show. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. What did yes. you hate about the, the title? What did yeah, you like? Come on. Raymond? I mean, you're a neurotic, insecure comedian. You don't, to have everybody love, you know, it's going to be ridiculed. You know, they're going to do a play. They still, to this day, you know, if something doesn't go well, it's, well, not everybody loves Raymond, you know? <laughs> um, it's just hard. And my, my manager was like, you got to have your name in the title, though. It's got to be, you sure. know, Seinfeld, Drew Carey. You got to have your name. And so I came up with alternates. I go, here's what it was. Yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond was a sarcastic comment that my brother was a, a New York City police officer. Yes. And at the time, he, one day he said, yeah, I go to work, you know, people shoot at me. Raymond goes to work. And everybody loves Raymond. That's a true quote from my brother. So when in writing the script with Phil Ro- Phil Rosenthal, yeah. I, I told him that story. He said, "Well, we got to put that in, and not only that, but let's make it the title." And I said, "No, no, no." He goes, "It's a working title. We'll change it." <laughs> yeah. And then that happened. So then I came up with uh, my my manager still has a little yeah. piece of paper with all the alternates I put in, but some of them are, are absurd. You got some of them? What do you? What, what, it what? was. Um, because you have to keep Raymond in the title. Right, was, yeah, yeah. So it was that Raymond guy. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, 
Um Raymond. U-M comma Raymond. Um Raymond. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the, the, the <laughs> C- CBS took... I gave them this list, yeah. and they said, we'll test it. And they test, like they do everything. They test it. Yeah. They put it in front of an audience, and they said, everybody loves Raymond, test it better. And I was like, that's why we shouldn't do it. We should go the other way. You right. know? <clears throat> but then he made that. I said, listen, it's going to be a top 10 show. I'm, I was kind of just goofing around. This is going to be top 10. I'm going to have to live with that. And he said, if it's top 10, you can change it to whatever you want. And when it was top 10, that's exactly what he said. Well, we can't change it now. You know, you're, yeah. yeah. You're um, in. Raymond. Um, Raymond. Would not have had the same ring yeah. to it. Raymond's right? tree, like family tree. Oh, they were, they were, they were horrible. Tree. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Well, it kind of worked out. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I guess I am complaining, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, last one for you. True or false, it took 45 minutes every day to create your Brian Grazer-inspired hairdo on Get Shorty, what we see on the screen right there. That took 45 minutes every day for you? I don't know if it took that long. Okay. You know, it, it definitely took longer than it, to wash it out. But, yeah, that was... So that's your hair. That's it. Like, they would just yeah, put all sorts of stuff in it. Inspired by uh, Mr. Grazer, Mr. yeah. Grazer. Yeah, I, I, I would have to keep... Whenever I saw him, I would have to tell him... I'm just doing the hair. It's not you. The character I play is not you because well, the character was, you know, I don't think he was flattered by that character. Well, but, yeah, let's, but yeah. that's also, you know, Elmore Leonard. So it's not, yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. That's a heck. That was a fun show, man. Thank you. That Thank was you. great. You got a good um, um, Scorsese, De Niro, or Pesci story from The Irishman, like your favorite go to, Ray? I mean, I, I imagine as a kid from Queens. Yes, it was crazy. That, that you were in a Scorsese oh. movie with it, those guys. Total surreal. Had to be. Yeah, I have two right. two stories, and they may be long, but I don't know Go if you, you can edit it. We have a few minutes. They're not that long, actually. Okay. But the first one was my first scene with De Niro. First of all, just the fact that I'm in there is nuts, right? Yeah. Okay. And now Martin, Martin Scorsese I knew from Vinyl. There was a show Vinyl. Sure, on HBO. Right, right. Uh-huh. Right. So that's why he cast me in this. But he just cast me in this. In Vinyl, I had to audition. Yeah. So he saw what I was going to do in Vinyl. Okay. So the fact that he cast me in vinyl, well, he knows what I'm going to do because he's seen it. Mm-hmm. Now he's casting me in Irishman. Just I want you to play this role. So I'm terrified because what if I don't, I don't know this. What if he doesn't like what I'm doing with this character? Okay. So now on day two, I'm doing my first scene with De Niro. And it's a pretty big scene. Uh, we're sitting across and I'm, I'm playing a lawyer. He's a young uh, union guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh Yes, uh, that's the scene right there. That's the scene, great. Yes. And we're going back and forth. And it takes, you know, takes a long time to do a scene like that. Like three, four hours, this side, that side, this side. Yeah. And De Niro is a man of a few words, you know? <laughs> yes. And so the scene ends, I've got three, four hours, you know, Scorsese's right there. And listen, I don't need people to, to pat me on the back, but I think I, I needed it right there, you know? <laughs> I did. And nothing. I get nothing from Scorsese, nothing from De Niro. I go to my car, the day's over, I go to my car, I'm driving to the hotel, and I call my wife, and I'm like, I, I don't know, man, I, don't, I, I really don't know. They didn't say anything, and she's like, just relax, you know, and I'm, my, I'm, I'm really in turmoil now, like, mm-hmm. tearing yourself know. up. Can, can I get fired from this? Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I get to the hotel, we're checking in, it's in Long Island, I'm checking in, and it's about two hours after we wrap now, and all of a sudden I hear Ray, and it, I look, and it's De Niro. And I go, oh, hey, and not a word. Walks over, grabs me, kisses me on the cheek, 
walks away. <laughs> now, you would think that's a good thing, but it is a mafia movie. So. <laughs> well, it wasn't on the lips, right? No, I mean, now, that would have been lips. a very no. Godfather no. moment. No, 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 but it was, I went to my room that's and I, I called my wife and I said, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. <laughs> that was the one thing. Now, Pacino, just real quick. I, sure. If I'm running late. Yeah, go ahead. So they, that's amazing. they, they had to, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, he was great. De Niro was great. He doesn't say much, but he's a great guy. You know, yeah, we got to speak and he was lovely, man. So then, um, the movie, you know, I play when I'm 50, I play when I'm 60, I play when I'm 70 and 80. So when I, when I was older, they would put me in a little bit of a fat suit underneath, you yeah. know, just a little thing. So I have a pouch there. And you, you're shooting out of order. One scene you're shooting, you're in your 50s. Next thing you're in your 70s, you know. So we go to lunch, and we come back, and we're getting ready, and it's, it's for the next scene, and it's me and Al Pacino, and I'm sitting there, and he's getting ready to do the scene, and he looks at me, and he, go, and he looks, and he gets a little worried face. He goes, oh, what scene is this, Ray? I, I didn't know you were wearing the, the thing. And I went, I'm not wearing it, Al. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh no! Yes, I must have had a lot to oh, eat my for lunch, gosh. and he thought I had my pouch on. Uh, <laughs> it's like the asking a woman when she's due, yeah. and she's not pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and he started laughing, and he said, "Ah, Ray, what are you trying to look like me now?" You know, it was, um, you try to cover it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, he was funny. He was funny. Oh my gosh! By the way, he's, you know, I'd say De Niro is not a man of few words. Pacino is just. The opposite, you know, you know, yeah. just yeah, yeah, and and they were both great in their own way, yeah. And I know we're up against it, but I do want to just a couple more minutes. Is it true you're playing Jim Valvano in a movie, or you're trying to? Or we this are. Is in we're the in works? production. We're trying to get it ready for the fall. It's. I hope we get it ready because I know everything about Jim, and I know I'm I'm older than Jim was, so we got to do a couple of little special effects. But I've been trying for ten years, you know, ever since I. I mean, I knew about Jim, of course, and I saw the documentary uh, Survive in Advance. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've seen that. It's mm -hmm. my favorite sports documentary. And I fell in love with it, and I fell in love with him. Uh, even before that, you know, as iconic as he was. But he's from Queens. He's Italian. He, he has that gift. I kind of look like him. I mean, I'm getting older now, the gray maybe. Mm -hmm. But we'll fix all that. And we're trying to get it. The script is written. We're trying to get it going, you know. It would be... That would be probably, story. you know, next to being with Scorsese, this would be as surreal as it gets to, you know, an honor to, to try to do that, you know. Then bring Jim Valvano back to life and recall yeah. his life and his speech at the ESPYs is truly iconic. And, you and know, if you watch the documentary, there's, there's speeches like that all over it, you know. Yeah. I, I really recommend if you haven't seen Survive in Advance, you have to see that, yeah. And everybody go see... Somewhere in Queens, written, directed, and part of a terrific cast, Lori Metcalf, Sebastian Maniscalco, Tony Lobianco, and more. A beautiful movie, very, very uh, worth your time in theaters on Friday, April 21st. Ray Romano, a pleasure. Could you say, I love the movie? I just want I to hear. I love the movie. Rich I Eisen, I, I did, <laughs> by the way, I, by the way, I am not going higher register here. We spoke here. about it off air. How, if you go, I love the movie. No, you no, can no. Tell. The movie's really good. Like, no, I'm, I'm not curious. that. No, I love the movie. <laughs> I saw it, and it's it, it, it was familiar to me. From I appreciate someone it. From Thank Staten you. Island, I grew up with people like this, yeah, and yeah. it is a story. It is a beautiful story of a dad trying to do something for his son, and Sometimes it doesn't go very well, and it's beautiful. So congrats. Appreciate it. Thank you. got you. it. Ray Romano right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Everybody check out Somewhere in Queens. It's in theaters. Coming soon. See, now that's not good. But in theaters <laughs> on Friday, April 21st. You're that's gonna good. You're going to love it. Yes. <laughs>
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Great stories from Ray Romano. Jackie yeah. Roberts was his first stage name to, to get on. <laughs> That's a good one. How about that one? That was a good, good story. How about he's, he, he had no idea how he did in his first scene with De Niro? For Scorsese and the Irishman, he goes back to the Long Island Hotel. He's checking in. De Niro's checking in, just walks up to him wordlessly, just kisses him on the cheek and walks away. That's a good one. The Um Raymond. Um Raymond was one of the stories. One of the, the, one of the titles. Of- um, um Raymond. What's the name of that show? Um, um wow. Raymond. I had no idea that that's where everybody loves Raymond comes up because I go to his, his, his brother is a cop. I go to work. People shoot yeah. at me. He goes to work. Everybody loves that's Raymond. Good. Yep. It's funny how stuff like that, that happens. Was, just And boom, that's the name of his yep. show and something I didn't bring up. Do you know he is the most well-paid yeah. uh-huh. sitcom actor of all time? What's he, made he hitting the, at? We were talking. Like one and a half? Uh, it's made, a lot of money. He made the most. Yeah. He made the most money of any yeah. sitcom actor we're in the history per episode of, or total? Total. Total. Really? And I will say this, working that show, it was the greatest show to work on that I've ever worked on in the sitcom world. Unbelievable how they took care of well, see, He's good people. They were all. Yeah. Like Phil was great. The whole, everybody. Ray. And then he did, you know, he did about 45 episodes or of um, This Is Life. Yeah, he did. Well, he yeah. did. Uh, Parenthood. 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 No, Parenthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parenthood. Yeah. He was in a lot of shows, man. This is us, I was thinking. Uh, we're going to start a new segment, by the way, just in time for the draft called, guess what? From the Combine to the Draft, I'm going to profile a bunch of players' journeys from the physical and mental test of the NFL Combine all the way through to the thrilling moment when they get to hear their name announced in Kansas City at the draft. And it's brought to you by our friends at Noble, which is a training brand for people who work hard and don't believe in excuses. Noble's performance footwear, apparent and accessories are worn by some of the fittest athletes on earth. And you might have seen them uh, at the Combine because they're official Combine training partner of the NFL and the official on-field supplier of apparel and headwear for the NFL Scouting Combine. Just go to nobleproject.com slash NFL to see how Noble forever changed the NFL Combine. You can also shop football training essentials and get more gear for your day-to-day workouts. Stay tuned on this show. Keep your eyes on our Twitter feed and YouTube channel for that segment. Sponsored by Noble from the Combine to the draft. 
Again, sponsored by Noble. What a show. Started really well. Tomorrow's show is not going to start as well. I mean, unless one of us wins a Powerball tonight or something. Well, we should try it. Could happen. Well, it's not the same as being nominated for an Emmy. That, that's true. Because it's a different type of joy. Because um, just trying the Powerball, we would have to. You'd have to wait three and a half hours without eating anything or drinking anything before finding <laughs> out you're going to lose. <laughs> Powerball, you just got to wait till seven. How about that? Oh, by the way, you can watch the Emmys on Roku. Look at that! I didn't know that. Yeah. And by the way, I'm high, I'm doing high register because I didn't know. You but, didn't know. Yeah. Hey, look at that! And. I did not know. Look at the Roku channel up on the screen, Emmy nominated. Two times. I told him. Well, not the Roku channel. It's our first time on the Roku channel. I'm saying they had two nominations. Our our old sponsor, I think a couple of the segments, we were still on our old. No, uh, I mean, I was looking at uh, networks and the number of nominations they have, too, because of us. And, um, oh, there's another one, too, huh? That's pretty wild, man. I'm honored. Very honored. As you should be, man. You put in the work. Very honored. To be part of that one, too. Very exciting. Um, Thank you to um, everybody for taking in this edition of the Rich Eisen Show on the Roku channel, which we'll return to in a moment to wrap it up. But to our radio audience, I want to thank Ray Romano and the rest of our guests, Shams and Kevin Millar.